Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey, everybody. It's A Dog's Life, and this is Angela Ardolino. And I am joined today by Dr. Ava Frick. And did I say that right, Frick? You did. Good. And I, uh, she, I feel like she's my soul sister. Um, your bio, I just loved. We found you at the AHVMA from yep. here. It was all virtual, so instead of getting to meet people, you know, face-to-face, we got mm-hmm. to meet, meet them virtually, and then, of course, I told Hernando, invite her, invite her, invite her. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've got this wonderful influx of amazing guests just like you, so thank you so much for joining me. Um, oh, it's my pleasure. You are a whole food nutritionist for pets, Correct. Yes, that would be that would be a focus. You know, I'm not board certified in nutrition, but that is my focus. Is that is there such a thing? You can't be board certified within the veterinary industry. You can be board certified as a nutritionist. I didn't know that. Good. Mm -hmm. Um, And is it a good nutrition course? Do they do they actually teach you nutrition? Well, there's different phases of how how nutrition can be approached. So you can approach it from the bag, the food company, but you can also approach nutrition through what does this organ need that you can get from whole foods, from the real thing. Yeah, real meat and real vegetables and not processed and yes, where the body can thrive. So my listeners know why you were invited now that (laughs) that's the only one that matters to us. And, Uh, you know, as you know, you're not really taught about diet nutrition when you were in vet school and you have to go out and learn yourself. Um, I was fortunate that I grew up on a farm. So we had a garden and we actually owned our, we had a slaughterhouse and a supermarket in this little town. And so it was cool because the local farmers brought their cattle or their hogs and then the people purchased from their local people. So it was self-supporting. So that was all good and had that. they probably fed their dogs that too, whatever. Oh yeah, they they all had good stuff. The bones and a loose chicken now and then. Right. So it's a, it's how it should be. Um, Right people, we've gotten so far away from this convenient bag of food Mm -hmm. that doesn't work. Um, No. And it's funny because as you know, I'm in, in the cannabis industry, I formulate CBD products, Mm -hmm. products for pets, but we never give advice to anyone to say, Hey, this will help without saying, what are you feeding them? Exactly. You you can't take care of one problem without getting rid of the the thing that probably caused the issue in the first place. Everything is connected. You know, it goes back to that old poem thing, the shin bones connected to the knee bone, the knee bone to the hip bone, you know? And if you look at the mineral wheel, everything is connected to something else. There's no, the body is constantly trying to survive. And optimal survival is the goal but it can only do that to the degree of what it's given. And there isn't any, and I do all that hair mineral analysis and you can see step-by-step what's happening. Like one mineral affects another mineral, affects a vitamin, affects an amino acid. And the body is constantly on this seesaw. And what we hope to get, instead of going ka-plunk, 
a plunk is that they're just like this. And I'm also guessing that you're you're going to suggest us getting uh, those what we're deficient in from whole plants, whole foods, whole not by just supplementing, um, you know, and I may be speaking out of line, but everything that I know about cannabis applies to everything else I'm now seeing where they're That's right. taking, um, you know, one part of a carrot or one part mm-hmm. of a plant or an isolate of one, you know, terpene or flavonoid and making something out of it. And then it becomes dangerous yes. or it doesn't do what it's intended to do because you've messed with nature. So you, you're mm-hmm. a proponent of that, of whole foods. Yes. And the body too, it's a computer. And that computer has been programmed based on whole foods. So yeah, that's, that's the source of where we want to end up. Now I can say there are times because these bodies have become so deficient that we do need to supplement certain minerals or amino acids, whatever it is, in order to get them in balance. But you're doing it from a scientific approach, following up with a test, you're monitoring them until they get to that point. And they do get there where they go, okay, I don't need that extra anymore. I can get it from this food that you're giving me. So and it's better to use, use vitamins and minerals at a prescription level than it is a drug, which is really only putting the fire out and it's not going to fix it anyway. I love it. And that's what yeah. prescription meds do is that they just suppress the immune system and they suppress whatever the results are so that they think it's fixed, but it's not. It's not. No, it's just another, another day there in not so much paradise. You're going to be putting out another fire with something else. So, yeah. So I don't, I remember in your, you're not still practicing. Are you now, are you still practicing at a practice, your practice? Well, I moved from Missouri to Cave Creek, Arizona, back to, I used to live in Arizona in the 1980s. And this is where I'd come on a weekend when I want to have some fun. And I thought, why not live where I had fun? That's where I so, live. You've lived there? No, I live where I, where I would oh, come. Where you have fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. So, um, Right now, I I did pass my Arizona boards for the second time. I I took them in the 1980s and then let it lapse. So I had to redo that. And so I'm not seeing any Arizona people, but I'm real busy with doing telehealth with my clients from in Missouri and Illinois still. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can't be busy. I mean, I can't not be busy. Oh, I know. I have my hands on animals. You know, the chiropractic part comes in. You got it. Right. I reading your bio, you know, you have traveled, you've had such a wonderful story and you've learned so much. And I love that. And that, you know, often on these, on my podcast, I have on vets who, you know, didn't learn everything in school and went, wait a minute, there's more. And what about yeah. this? What about that? And maybe this will work. Um, which I think we find with most uh, treatments that if it's going to help us, it's probably going to help our pets also. Uh, I love chiropractic. It's, you know, a life changer. So I know it's a life changer for, um, for our dogs and for our cats, for everything. I understand opening up that signaling and that pathway between the brain and one kink can throw it all off. So what are some of like your biggest successes that you've seen with a change in like, what do they come in for? You know, they're coming in because the dog stopped walking or they have a disease and then you're able to adjust and say, here's how you keep them whole by changing their diet. Well, the other part of what I, what I have done is focus on the whole rehab picture. So, so I, 
it was more than just the chiropractic, it's doing other physiotherapy. And I've worked extensively with Electromedical uh, Products International, which is the producer, had the technology for alpha stem microcurrent, which and is not a TENS, it's, it's very different. Pardon? And that's for horses or? Oh, well, you know, all the early research was done on animals, so it could be approved for people. So oh, that's, they, they've been on the market since 1981. Yeah, just like what you were saying, if it works for people, it works for the animals. Right. So I'm, I was going to human physical therapy conferences, try to figure out what did they have for pain that I could apply to animals. And this is in the late 90s. And that's so what then I did it, with cannabis. See, there you go. You, you got to be on the that. edge. Yeah, uh-huh. I found out animals had the endocannabinoid system. I was like, that's what I'm doing. And then I couldn't find anybody else doing it. So I was like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to formulate my own things now. <laughs> You're a pioneer. Yeah, kind of good. Yeah. So I would say seeing those dogs that couldn't walk at all, that the people were at the point of you're going to have to euthanize them or you're going to need to spend $2,500 or whatever for a surgery. And those are their options. And then they go looking and then they would find me. And then we would do the microcurrent and get them on. Actually, there's different um, nutrients that can help heal the myelin of the nerve tracts and help the nerve cells to mend better, giving them exercises to do. So being able to see these dogs that were told they're never going to walk again up running and playing. That's, that's pretty awesome. And that's after changing just diet or doing an adjustment, doing all of the, everything together, the physical. Yeah, for those dogs, it's pretty much the whole kit and caboodle. Wow. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's what I was just talking about with another vet today is that, you know, 10 years ago, your dog stopped walking and they just put it down. And now it's what we get is all, you know, people calling us and saying, my dog stopped walking. I heard CBD could help. And we're like, mm-hmm. yep, CBD, chiropractic, yeah. acupuncture, yeah. all and, of those things. Yeah. And, oh. and CBD is one of the items that's in my toolkit that yeah. we check them for and find out, okay, are you the candidate that this is really going to support and help? And, you know, sometimes they are. Sometimes they pick something else, but that doesn't mean that they may not want that at a later time. No doesn't always mean no forever. It just means not today. Well, we appreciate you having that available in your toolkit. It's my Mm -hmm. tool, my toolkit. (laughs) Um, You were talking about the uh, electrotherapy. Tell me Mm -hmm. a little bit more about that and how it works. Well, the particular company, like I said, I worked with is Alpha Stem. And we actually, there's a website, alphastemforanimals.com. You can go, I've done lots of webinars and we have different videos on there, but it's about the waveform. And so there are, everything in life really is about energy potentials. It's about a waveform, it's about an amplitude, it's about a frequency, how many times does that wave repeat in a unit of time? And when you look at the quality of cannabis, you know, there's gonna be, if you have all those factors, it's gonna have a higher, frequency potential to be a better match than something else. So, so with this, this particular device has been FDA cleared for anxiety, insomnia, depression, and pain since 1981. Yeah. And it can do, it's when you read the research and study the little things that you put on your temple or it has the little ear clips. Uh huh. Yeah. And that works through the limbic system, which is where all the fears and anxiety come in. And then the mind makes a decision about what are we going to do about this? It goes back out through that area and then out to the body. Wow. So, so you put the clips on, but you can also treat peripherally and see the the part about trying to get well is 
if it's, and I started with laser in the late nineties, I invented the spinal pads. There wasn't anything like that on the market for the low level laser. Wow. But the, the part about alpha stem is that when you're treating them peripherally and centrally, you're getting all four levels of pain, transmission, transduction, modulation, and perception, all of that. And wow. it works as an erasure for, for that in the body. But also we can send it home. And so we train clients how to do it. They take the device home and they do it at home twice a day. And that's a big part of what makes the difference. When you got one that's had a terrible spinal injury and you're trying to bring them around, then to, to go to a clinic twice a week isn't enough, especially the older you get, the slower everything is and the more oomph it takes to get you back up. Right. So for those older dogs that that happens to, it's, it's very key that the people can, we rent them and it's, they're not that expensive to rent. They take it home and, and they do it twice a day. And then you see them back in a week or two, whatever, do the rechecks and then monitor the progress, give them some exercises and yeah. It's, it's amazing because I didn't, I don't, I have never had a dog, um, a, you know, before I got into CBD, him, mm -hmm. um, I had never had a dog that had gone paralyzed or stopped using its back end. Mm -hmm. And now I, see it all the time uh -huh. what I do so I didn't even know that there was I mean of course I immediately thought of acupuncture and chiropractic because it makes sense to me but I didn't have any idea of all these other things that could help and that people are having the success it, it's it makes me sad and it, it it makes me understand why we have to have shows and podcasts like this so that pet parents know that there are are alternatives because yeah. a finding an integrative or holistic vet in your area that you know it's very it's difficult you can't find them yeah. um and i live in a big city a pretty big city so these people that you know i just just heard that uh arkansas has three holistic vets in the whole state so it's very difficult um, to find out that this that these even exist and that it's out there. And then it also makes me go, well, gosh, are these wonderful treatments I could do on myself? Yeah, well. <laughs> like writing yeah. them all down, getting it all. I love it. Exactly. I'm getting yeah. into ozone right now. Uh, yeah. You know, I, my, uh, I have a, a Doberman with cancer, with osteosarcoma. So oh. I'm trying yeah. everything, um, uh, you know, using the cannabis mostly to treat her and she's doing great so far, um, hasn't spread and we haven't had to amputate yet. She's still using the leg, not when she runs or walks, but uh -huh. or scratches or whatever. So it's amazing how all of this is out there. And I'm lucky to know all of these people and, and have the resources to reach out to them and then share what I learned because so many people don't know about it. Well, that's what you said when you said it was sad. And what I think you're saying there too, is that if, if you don't know that there's a question to ask, you never get the answer. And this is where podcasts like yours are helping out because there's lots of people who don't know. Then like people, some will go look and they're going like, there's gotta be something more. Well, they do more than this for people. There's gotta be. And so some go looking and other people, they get the answer from the traditional veterinarian. They just go, well, I guess that's it. And that's right. the sad part. And part I'm sure about what drives you to do what you're doing too. And not every holistic practitioner has the whole holistic. Either. Right. So, so there's a lot. We have to take a break and we're going to talk about that because it's kind of funny because I do live next door to a very famous holistic bed. <laughs> 
that doesn't meet my definition of a holistic yeah. vet. So yeah. it's funny that even though I'll refer to them to the AHVMA, I'm like, look, you still, it still not, may not be a perfect fit, which is why I think telemedicine is so important mm-hmm. because I believe, of course, I've got to have a vet. I've got to have it. I actually love my emergency vet that's near me. Oh, this is good. I pay more to go to the emergency vet to get <laughs> what I need because I'm friends with a whole bunch of other vets. And they'll be like, look, go get the blood work, send it back to me. And then we'll, you know, that type of thing. Um, but we'll talk more about, let's take a short break. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we are back with It's a Dog's Life, and I'm here with Dr. Ava Frick. We're talking about um, holistic medicine, which, you know, should be spelled with a W uh, to kind of really, you know, the, it's almost like we have to have a podcast on how to find a good holistic vet. Um, most of the time, you're going to, you're going to, a holistic vet is going to be wonderful. Um, but once in a while, just like, you know, you can find a bad conventional vet or a bad plumber, you know, there's going to be people who aren't doing it with the right intention. And um, when you're when you're looking for a good holistic vet, you're looking for a vet who's going to offer um, multiple uh, therapies or modalities and not that that vet has to know how to do all of them. Um, just met a vet tech who has taken, knows Reiki, has acupuncture, does everything under, you know, the supervision of a vet, kind of like me, where I'm not a vet, but I am a pet cannabis expert. I know just about everything you could possibly know about it. But I turn to our vet that, you know, we have on board to go, right? You think? Is it safe? Will it mix with that? Can they take them off that? Because I don't know all of those things. So it is a wonderful combination. What are some tips? Because I I, I know, like you, you want to educate us and empower the pet parent to make the right choice and work with your vet. I always tell them, if you have a vet that's not willing to work with another vet or is going to ignore when you come in and go, hey, have you heard about CBD? And they go, nope, going to kill your dog. You know, that's just arrogance. Mm-hmm. There's too much proof out there to tell you otherwise. Vets should either refer or say, Here's a, here's a site. I've read good things. I've heard. I just don't know anything about it because I've never studied it instead of it's going to kill your dog because it's not going to kill your dog. What are some tips on, on finding a true holistic vet? And what do you do if you don't have one or can't find one? So I would think looking at the the organization website. So as you mentioned, the AHVMA, but within the AHVMA, those veterinarians are interested in different areas of what makes the holistic picture. 
So there may be a veterinarian that does acupuncture and Chinese medicine and does herbs, but doesn't do the chiropractic part. There may be one who's an acupuncturist and a chiropractor, but isn't too much into nutrition. Uh, There may be one that is um, certified now in rehab, but doesn't do chiropractic. But so, so there's, so it's finding which is the one that fits most of the items or tools that you as a person use for yourself that you gravitate to, then you're probably going to find that those are the things that are good for your animal too. And and I was to say, oftentimes they'd be able to refer you to, you know, if they're certified in rehab to a chiropractor or Chinese or, you know, whatever that is, because they're all specializing in, in whatever that it, whatever they're doing. That's right. Yeah. So, and there are times when you can find a clinic that maybe has several doctors and each one of them has another area that creates all of that within the clinic. So, so there's that that part of it too. Also word of mouth of another friend that has another animal, you know, like you have a dog, they have a dog, they've been to this one, they're really happy, you know, and I always tell people, don't just talk on the phone and make, and then make that appointment, like go, well, at least before COVID, go take a tour walk in how does the place smell because dogs can smell ten thousand times what we do and a lot of times those aromas are very repulsive how does it smell how do they treat you when you go in there how do you feel about this space and the environment is it open enough is it all cloistered so so getting a feel for how you feel when you were there and then how would the dog feel such a wonderful Um, I went to get my hair done at an Aveda salon. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Aveda salon is, you know, what, 98% all natural or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have rheumatoid arthritis and oh. I have become a, extremely sensitive to chemicals. And so I literally will go at the end of the day, make sure nobody's getting some weird because they will do other treatments other than Aveda, which I don't understand. Um, so, you know, end of the day, everything, and I'm at the end of the day and they're cleaning with fabuloso. (laughs) And I'm like, I have to leave this space Mm -hmm. because I can't breathe and it's crazy. And why in the hell is an Aveda salon using fabuloso, um, when you're supposed to be all natural. So yeah, there's all kinds of essential oils that you can pull in and make great, helpful. Yeah, I have a um, groom shop, daycare, boarding, retail shop called Beautify the Beast. Oh, neat. I use vinegar and hydrogen peroxide and water on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and now alcohol <laughs> when we need to because of COVID. But, uh, and it's funny because some people get so, we don't do the vinegar in the middle of the day or whatever because people would freak out. But you don't, there's no bad smells. There's yeah, no, that's right. No well, and, and you don't want to go about covering up smells. You want there to be no smells because you've kept it clean. Right. Yeah. And a dog knows when it's been covered up and they're going to pee or poop on that spot that you just covered up. You've got to get rid of it. Um, That's right. That, that sensitive nose. Yep. So when we were talking about uh, tips on how to find a practitioner too, and you'd mentioned earlier about telehealth and telemedicine. So I've actually been doing that for 10 years already. And we would have what we call a non-body. So I've got animals all over the world where people would send me a cheek swab. You know, nowadays, used to in the old days, if you were going to sign up to be a bone marrow donor, 
you would have to actually have the needle put into your bone and your marrow pulled out and analyzed. Now all you have to do is stand in line and they just take a swab inside your cheek and they can determine whether or not you match. So I get the DNA from that and then fur sample, they'll come out some fur uh, or clip it depending on which tests we're doing and a picture and history and all that and any supplements or things they're using that they wanna check. And I can do analysis that way and measure frequencies from the tissue against frequencies of the organs, against frequencies of virus and bacteria and heavy metals and chemicals and parasites. Are there any of those bad guys in there that are messing up your groove, you know? Uh, yeah, so there are, there's that way to access help from a holistic perspective too. If you live in an area, like you were saying before, where you don't have anybody close. Right, or you even have someone a, a good holistic vet, but they're they don't have those tests or the access to that or know anything about it. And you know, the best part of knowing that you have a great vet is that they're will they're open minded and they listen to you and they're willing to work with another vet because they're not threatened. It's not a competition. Right, and it's not a competition. They don't. They need to. You know, Pete. We as pet parents, you know, don't think about the fact that you know if we're human, we go to our. Uh, doctor and they go, oh, you need to go see a neurologist. And then you go see the neurologist. The vet is all of it, does everything. You know, the, they're the dentist, they're the neurologist, they're the everything. And they don't know everything and they can't know everything. And a lot of them don't want to know everything. They want to stay in their little box. So it takes a lot of work on a pet parent to find a good holistic vet. And there are many specialists nowadays. I, I think as, as, more tests, more knowledge, more everything in schools. I mean, they're taught now, like in my day, it's like, come on, just buckle up, you know, cowgirl up and let's go do this. Let's research it and then do this test or this procedure, whatever. And nowadays it's pretty much like, okay, we don't do that. Go to the emergency, go to the specialist. There are specialists in everything from ophthalmology and dermatology and neurology and yeah, they're all there. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. All right, we're going to take another short break and we'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we are back. This is Angela Ardolino, and I'm here with Dr. Ava Quick, Brick, not Quick. Uh, and we are uh, talking about working with your vet. And I wanted to uh, talk about, you know, what is the best way for us to get in touch with you and um, work with you if, or like, I'm trying to figure out what do you see the most? I see 
a lot of people with dogs that their guts are a disaster. So I feel like it would be really awesome for them to be able to have a consult with you to come up with a nutritional plan or um, diet plan. Is that something that's like out of the realm or does that sound cool? Very much in the realm. So so you have that gut immune skin connection. So there's lots of dogs that end up with dermatitis of one source or another and they're on antibiotics and steroids and Apoquil and all of those things that can lead to other problems. While it helps initially, it's still not the bottom line. So, so yeah, I see lots of those types of cases working on one now from California. He's three years old and there she's just, you know, going in that loop and can't get out of it. So he's had his hair mineral analysis test done. I just got it yesterday and I started doing his scanning today running the frequencies and figuring out, okay, what are the things that we're going to do? We already had assessed things that allergen, food allergens, and you tried to take out. Tell me what you're looking at. And is it a Frenchie by any chance? No, he's a mix, some Doberman in him, but not purebred. Yeah. Uh, Cute little guy. That's why our logo is a Frenchie. Yeah. Because that's why I saw the most, you know, what has the most problems coming into my shop and they're two and three years old. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Where are they going to be down the road? So you get the results back and what are you looking for? Like, I I would love to know. So you've taken a tissue sample, a hair sample, and what Mm -hmm. else? Is there, is that it? Well, photo, history, all of those kinds of things. And then you run it, run it through. uh Mm -hmm. Scan organs, scan glands. So we check the whole endocrine system, and, and then the digestive tract, liver. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. Yeah. So we want to know which organs are optimally functioning, which aren't functioning optimally. Which means doesn't mean they're broke down. It just means that they're struggling. They're either overworking or underworking in order to respond to to what's going on. It's all about again trying to hit that optimal survival. And so over time, what it'll be is more and more the organs are working optimally and there's fewer of them that are struggling. So I scan all the organs, we find out what the priority is, like his priority is the intestinal tract. Ah, just what you were saying. So we're gonna look at what can we do to improve the gut. And then my other focus really, I got into looking at Ayurvedic principles and the doshas, the vata, pitta and kapha, and find Mm -hmm. out where the dog we're talking about dogs, but cats or horse or whatever, lands in that. And then we can improve their diet because there are certain foods that's going to benefit each type. And there's certain herbs that benefit each type. And it's all about the fewest amount of things that we're going to get the greatest amount of good and what's customized for this individual animal. Not, okay, I was at a conference and this this is what they said is working. And so now we're going to use this and let's try it and see how it works. Well, it's that animal's life and that person's money. You might as well just put a dartboard out there and start playing a game if we're guessing. So I take the guesswork out of it to a degree. That's amazing. Um, and I, one of the best lines that I remember was at the end of your uh, bio, which I've now lost about um, you're not looking at it as a disability that you're, it's disability is turned into responsibility. Yeah. And that's exactly how I look at everything is, you know, the, the first time that someone goes called and said, is it possible that the CBD is helping my dog's Cushing's? And I knew nothing about Cushing's. And so went down the Cushing's black hole and went, yes, it is. And this is why, you know, just finding out what caused it, 
just taking a moment, well, what's different from yesterday or last year? What, what has happened? Um, when I lost my first uh, soul dog, Lucy, at age seven, I did everything my conventional vet told me to do, and she was dead at seven, got an autopsy, $10,000, I stopped counting, and it's just never got an answer. So I needed to know the answer. And it starts with the food. We got to stop feeding them this kibble, you know, that's on the shelf. I People are probably sick of me hearing, hearing me say this, but it's like us pouring a bowl of Cheerios. And depending mm -hmm. on how shitty the kibble is, it's either shitty Cheerios or good Cheerios and eating it every day with no milk. I, who wants but that? The, the sad part about Cheerios, it's made out of oats and oats is one of the highest glyphosate grains out there. Is that not sad? And you but, see all them little babies eating Cheerios as a snack and I'm just going, oh my gosh. I used to, I used to have a parenting magazine. So all I oh. did report on all of this stuff and I'll never, and I would go on TV and do segments and I'll never forget when BPA first came out, you know, however long ago and us being alarmed and how do we get foods that don't have this in. And so I didn't have babies. So I went to the grocery store and I'm like, okay, I'm going to find props for my TV segment. Oh, yeah. It's going to be hard, but let me start flipping the bottles over and looking. First one, second one, every single one of them. And mm -hmm. I started calling the companies going, how can you put baby formula in a container that's leaching poisons into the... I just, it's unbelievable. So those are our human babies. They don't care about our dog babies. They don't care about our cat babies or our horse babies. We do. So we have to be your pet's best advocate. Where can people get in touch with you? Because now I'm over time. And I want All right. to, to- Hey, it's easy. AvaFrick.com. My oh, website, I love it. just go to my name, AvaFrick.com. Thank you so much for joining Thanks us today. Thanks for the invite. I really enjoyed it. And when I'm in your neck of the woods, I'm going to come visit you. Oh, please do hang out for a couple days. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.